Welcome to A Court of Swish and Flick, A Court of Thorns and Roses podcast. Look at the stars and wish we welcome you to the 11th episode of a court of swish and flick this episode is sponsored by carly ferguson ah, carly. Carly. thank you my name is tiffany <laughs> my name is katie they call me sasa <laughs> <laughs> and today on this wild ride we're going to be discussing chapter 10 of a court of thorns and roses not to be confused with episode number 11. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure that you follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if anything, we like to force books on friends oh my God. <laughs> as well as podcasts. I think she's making a subtle dig towards me. <laughs> <laughs> follow she us on Facebook. <laughs> And Instagram at A Court of Swish and Flick. And Twitter is at Acosaf. A-C-O-S-A-F. If you would like to support us on Patreon, we would greatly appreciate it. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash A Court of Swish and Flick. Supporting our podcast keeps us going. Believe it or not, we have costs. Help us. <laughs> Gain access to our exclusive Facebook group and Discord channel. You will not regret it. They are having the time of their lives right now. Mm. We have new live recordings that we have started. And our episodes are going to be coming out early for our patrons as well. They're going to be posted to Patreon the weekend before. So thank you so much for all your support. And even if you're not a patron, we thank you. Spread the word. People are going to love us. <laughs> Anyways, if you have any questions, concerns, or you want to tell us that you love us and everything that we do, you can email us at a court of swish and flick at gmail.com. Um, I'd like to point out that if you haven't noticed by now that Megan's not on this episode, uh, just because she's... Because she's at Disney. Okay. <laughs> we had a last minute. Uh, friend come in and allegedly she just doesn't want to talk to us oh my goodness no and (laughs) we didn't want him to be lonely so now you're just stuck with me i don't want to be lonely no more only katie's gonna be on this episode we're gonna all peace out right now (laughs) i'm reading everybody's notes it'll be really awkward um so we're gonna do start doing something new where we kind of like do a little itty bitty refresh of like the last chapter or like the last part um in case we ever start splitting chapters um which i don't know if we will because like some of hers aren't always that long you know compared to swish so like the last chapter was when um he's like yo there's an animal don't look at her creature or whatever um and so like everyone's like it's like super pale all their faces are pale and um then Feyre felt it and what it is i don't think you find out in that chapter you find out in this chapter so that's where we're at. There's an animal that, you know, they don't want to look at. An animal. It's so ugly, you'll die oh, just by looking God. at it. Are you all right? <laughs> no. Barely any of that wine is gone. <laughs> She's in a mood. We're here for it, though. So speaking of this animal that Sarah's talking about... <laughs> 
So Feyre felt like her blood was freezing. She felt a cold, creeping, leeching feeling as well. I don't like that. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable. And she couldn't see anything except um, a shimmering in the corner of her vision. And even her horse and the spring woods were, like, reacting to it. Oh, that's a horse of a different color. So... She couldn't see it, but she could feel it circling her and in the back of her mind, an ancient hollow voice whispered to her, I will grind you. <laughs> Don't. No. Uh-uh. No. No. I'll just read it then. I will grind your bones between my claws. I don't know if I like that either. Can you do it like Shrek? I was trying to think about how he talks. He's <laughs> from Scotland. Scottish. <laughs> I don't know. Well, cause I don't, don't, don't want to grind your bones. Here. And he's like, squeeze the jelly from your eyes. It's quite good on toast. <laughs> I'm just going to read it. Okay. Okay, okay. I will grind your bones between my claws. I will drink your marrow. I will feast on your flesh. I am what you fear. I am what you dread. Look at me. Look at me. No, no. We're going to pass on that. You've partaken in marrow before. I have. It's quite good on toast. <laughs> <laughs> and is it weird that I say that? Yes. <laughs> it is weird for me. I will say she's, it's not a person. It's an animal's. So. True. That's different than that creature's. Anyway. <laughs> what do you think Sucking it looks on like? people's bone <laughs> This got oh. wild in a short period of time. Oh my. What do you think it looks like, though? Mm. Like, do you think it shows up as, like, your worst nightmare? So, like... I thought you meant bone marrow. Do you think for her, like, it's gonna... <laughs> it's goo. Uh, do you think it little, like, would show up as, like, Tamlin next book? Is, like, that her worst nightmare? Oh, I don't think it's her worst nightmare. Maybe. But. Tamlin is the bogey. I don't know. I think that like and like at one point like, it would be like a bogart, right? Where yeah. where Molly sees all of her family members dead. Like for Feyre, it would be the same thing. <laughs> real sad, real quickly. Jeez, yeah. Um. So her throat felt like it was closed, and she kept her eyes shut, or not shut. I'm sorry. They're on the canopy of the trees. Anything except that was making this ancient voice. And the voice of whatever this is continued to tell Feyre to look at her, look at them, right? And she felt this tugging of wanting to see it and needing to see it. That's magic, right? That's some magical shit. Uh, I think it's like the creature's own like magic of like you need to yeah. like like trying to get its prey to yeah, look yeah, at. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I, I don't thought. know if I specifically call it magic. I think it's just part of the creature's. No, it's magic. Allure. It's magic. Okay. It's magic, says the woman in her glasses. It's magic. So, (laughs) we're not okay. As Feyre stared off into the distance, she stared at an elm tree and was trying to think of pleasant things. (laughs) This made me laugh. Such as hot bread and full belly. But, like, that's sad. Yeah, because those are good things for her. But, like, that's the first thing she thinks of. Like, I immediately was like, ooh, like, that hurts my soul. Like, the very first thing that you think of of pleasant things is having a full belly. 
We're like, that's so not your norm that that's something that's pleasant. Yep. Right. Sad. I agree. Yeah, she wasn't like, I'm going to think of unicorns and rainbows. You know, she thought of real shit. She didn't want to think of Lucky Charms. Mm-hmm. They're magically delicious. They would fill her belly. You know, I had them for the first time in years, like last week after New York. They were my, oh, you took? I did not. Oh, okay. That's where my box of Lucky Charms went. I did not take them. They were at my house. No. And did I eat them? Yes. Cold Stone. Your daughter had special K and I had Lucky Charms. Oh my God. She's 80. It's fine. <laughs> Cold Stone has a Lucky Charms ice cream that's actually very good currently. Cold Stone. Mm-hmm. Honey Another hut. place oh, I haven't I been or probably nothing. since high school. Do you want to talk about uh, elm trees? No. Cool. So in Celtic, Celtic, Celtic mythology, elm trees were associated with the underworld. They had a special affinity with elves who guarded the burial mounds, their dead and associated passage into the underworld. Elm trees in Britain can grow to become some of the tallest and largest native trees. Like the oak, they often have specific customs and folklore attached to individual named trees. Charming examples include the tenor, bass, and alto elms on Humberside, or the dancing elms of Devon, around which May Day dances were held. Mm. May Day. Is that Megan's day? Yes, it is. May Day, May Day. Are you saying that that's what you think of when it's Megan's day? May Day! Yeah, because she's so hot I can't take it. (laughs) Oh, my. I need you to leave, please. Very good. good. (laughs) Was it, though? Yeah, Yeah. I liked it. So the voice said to her, I will fill my belly with you. I will devour you. Look at me. (laughs) I'm sure it's scary than I sound. (laughs) Making me think of the basilisk. Yeah, that's a good idea. Thank you. Favor continued to think of pleasant things. Ooh. I love this part. What did you think of? A starry, unclouded night. Peaceful, glittering, and endless. Hey, oh, yeah. That's the first thing. Summer sunrise. Summer re- sunrise. A refreshing bath in a forest pool. <laughs> Meetings with Isaac. I don't know. Not for long. Losing myself for an hour or two in his body. Good for them, though. That's a long time. In our <laughs> shared breaths. <laughs> so I love this connection. <laughs> <laughs> I have to just ignore you at some point. Um, but honestly, like this is a great connection. Spoiler alert! If we haven't ruined it for you already, uh, yeah, she's gonna fuck Reese. <laughs> <to> Reese. <laughs> but can't wait. Help, help me out. Help me out because the refreshing bath in the forest pool makes me think of the pool of starlight later on with Tamlin. Mm. See, I thought of um the house in the woods. <laughs> Sounds so creepy. A cabin in the woods. Well, it you made like me, I immediately movie. first thought of the cabin, like because it's in the kind of like in the forest area. But I don't disagree with you either that it does also remind me of like the pool of starlight. That also makes me think of him. Him? No, yeah, yeah, him. I don't know. All of her favorite things revolve around Reese. But like, honey, maybe they shouldn't because you don't want to put all of your eggs in one man's basket. Be your own, Faye. 
<laughs> Anyways, what's the pool of starlight? It's a pool of starlight. Thanks. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, so in A Court of Thorns and Roses, this is a court of thorns and roses dot fandom dot com slash wiki. On one occasion, Tamlin takes Fair Archeron to this pool and shows her the water as it is made up of starlight. Then he offers her to swim in it, and Farah initially refuses, but then agrees to do so. Does she know how to swim? I forget. I don't remember. I do not. That's the pool of starlight. But could I swim in starlight? Would that be different? I mean, I think it depends on how like deep it is. I don't, again, don't remember. She does, sur- she, she does swim and survive. <laughs> I think she can tread water. She's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is fine. So the cold was all around them now, and her teeth are chattering, and it says, look at me again. And quote, and just as I thought I would give in, when my eyes hurt so much from not looking, the cold disappeared into the bush, leaving a trail of still recoiling plants behind it. Only after Lucian exhaled and our horses shook their heads did I dare sag in my seat. Even the crocuses seemed to straighten again. Well, so. I have chills. That's pretty scary. Are they multiplying? Yes, yeah, all over. I have chills, but it's just because my basement cold. <laughs> um, so I will read Meg's part and my own. This is actually kind of like a short chapter, so you don't have to listen to my voice for that long. Um, so Feyre asked, what was that? Of course, because that had to be freaking terrifying. And Lucian just says, you don't want to know. I'm glad she pushes because Mm -hmm. like, I understand they are like their hands are tied in some situations. Like they literally like can't speak of some of these things. Right. But like this and like, if she's going to be living here, she should kind of like know what she's up against. If this stuff is invading the lands. Um, so she pushes and asks, is that the sur- the cereal that you had mentioned? And he finally gives in and he says, no, it was a creature that should not be in these lands. We call it the bogey. I called it a bog in my head for a long time. And then when I looked it up, I guess it's actually bogey. How do they say it on the audio book? I don't know. I just saw it in remember. like when I looked up on the Zewiki. So it's boogers. It's boogers. Yeah. Bogey. It's boogers. It says pronounced bogey. I said bog. I think bog I think sounds scarier. <laughs> but bogey is literally boogers. Yeah. Oh, in the audiobook bogger. it's bog. Okay, well then I'm gonna say it how I wanna say it. I'm gonna say bog. Okay. Um Bogey. Bogey. We call it the bog. You cannot hunt it and you cannot kill it, even with your beloved ash arrows. Um and you can't look at it because when you do, when you actually acknowledge it, that's when it becomes real and that's when it can kill you. That is super. How do you? Kill how it, is it like not real though? Is it like a spirit? I don't know. It kind I mean, of. I mean, I. Not to say that spirits aren't real. You know what I mean? I think it becomes tangible. Like maybe flesh, like when you acknowledge it. You know, like maybe it's a euphemism or like a thing, or like a whatever for. <laughs> <laughs> like your fears and everything. Mm-hmm. If you don't like, like if you don't give your fears like. It's almost like if you your fears are like a flame. If you don't give them the oxygen to grow, they're not gonna they're gonna thank you and die. And your fears are gonna go away. So like if you if if it's like giving the flame oxygen by looking at the bogey is what I'm gonna call it. Um, 
that makes them more real. That gives them like, ha 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 ha. Gotcha. I'm going to kill you now. You know? Yeah. I like that a lot. <laughs> You're going to die. I mean, I don't like that, but I like <laughs> where he came to. <laughs> um, Katie got real dark. <laughs> uh, just real quick on the wiki. Uh, the, the bog is a spe- species of lesser fairy. Um, only a high lord or lady has the power and strength required to destroy it. But, like, why? It's, I, it's amazing that it's a lesser fairy and they're afraid of yeah. it. Like, shouldn't, like, come on. My, my question is, because I was thinking, I'm like, I wonder if it has anything to do with the fact that we all know, and we've discussed it, that all the high lords have the power to, like, transform into whatever beast form mm-hmm. they have. And we really only know three of them. Because we know Tamlin's. We know Reese is a bird, basically. And so is Helion. They were saying that Helion and, and Reese are like night and day kind of a thing, which they are actually. Um, that just blew my mind for a second. But I wonder if because his gift specifically is transforming or whatever, and he's all like he that's his big power. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's because he can turn into an animal and like stay in the animal form, and they, like he almost prefers the animal form. If it's the animal in him that's able to kill the bug. Mm, I don't know. That was just because I was like, I need you to be a little bit more specific about how this thing dies and only he can kill it. Because I don't. Because that's mm, interesting. Yeah. I don't love it. Yeah. Um, Under Mm. appearance, it says the appearance is unknown as it is not real unless looked at. Um, It just made me think of like, well, first of all, the name is very similar to like Boggart. It made me think of like Mm -hmm. a worse version of that. Because, like, yeah. a bogger's just there to, like, spook you, right? It's not trying to, like, literally trick you so that it can... physically kill yeah, you. Yeah, so that it can you know? kill and eat you, you know? Like, ugh. ugh no, thank you. Um, so, Feyre thinks this right here is the Prithian that she had expected when she mm. first came here. Like, these are the kind of creatures that make... Uh, humans speak in hushed tones and she says to herself the reason I hadn't hesitated not for a heartbeat when I'd considered the possibility of that wolf being a fairy I don't I can't blame humans for being terrified of the fae world because it does seem pretty terrifying when you see creatures like this Um, so she tells him that she heard the bog in her head and that it told her to look and Lucian tries to lighten the mood and says well thank the cauldron he didn't because cleaning up that mess would have just ruined my day but Feyre doesn't smile back because she's pretty spooked. She can still hear the bog's voice whispering between the leaves and calling to her. I'm wondering if she can actually hear that or if she's just like, you know, like when you had like a bug on you and you got the willies and you, like, you can't shake it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it takes an hour before she stops trembling and they're kind of just totally quiet as they're going through the forest. And so she says, so you're old and you carry around a sword and go on border patrol. Did you fight in the war? And um, <laughs> he says, shit, Pharaoh, I'm not that old. Um, <laughs> but really what she's getting at is like, she wants to know as much as she can. She's trying to crack down on any inf- information she can get. She wants to know if, if he is a warrior because could he kill her if it ever came to that? Yeah, he can. You're a human I and mean, he's a fairy. <sighs> Also, you're like pretty weak right now. Right? No offense. How to her. old is he? I don't think we ever get an actual answer. Is he? We the... So we know that Reese is over 500. He's like, someone said he's like 530 some years old. Tamlin's younger than he is, and I think he's younger than Tamlin. Lucian's the youngest brother, right? 
Yes. I don't think that father was having sexual relations with that mother anymore because he's like, mm, that kid's not mine. <laughs> right. <laughs> you are not the father. That's what happened when they went on Maury. And he's like, flames. They went on Morgan. Is Maury... <laughs> is Maury high fae? <laughs> yes. Uh, so Lucian always sees everything through like Pharaoh's prying, especially in this book. So he just laughs and he's like, yeah, he is a warrior, but he's not as good as Tam, but he does know how to handle his weapons. And he gets his sarcastic self and he says, would you like me to teach you how to wield a blade or do you already know how, oh mighty mortal huntress? If you took down Andrus, you probably don't need to learn anything, only where to aim, right? And Feyre's like, I don't know how to use a sword, I just know to h- how to hunt. And Lucian says, it's the same thing, isn't it? And she says, no, it's different for her. Um, she doesn't like to hunt. It's different for me. Yeah. But yeah, I know I'm being an asshole, but genuinely, right. she did it because she had to. Yeah. I love that for you. Um, <laughs> according to the Wikia, his age is less than 500. Thanks. Thanks. That seems <laughs> really <laughs> specific. But it's not their fault. It's not the Wiki's fault. No. Is it not? I think it is. <laughs> no. SJM. She didn't tell us. There's a lot of things she doesn't tell That's us. That's a good question mm-hmm. to She's ask. She's not done yet. If we She's ever, like, yet. you know, the, how, like authors are doing a lot of those, like, web chats and stuff. That'd be cool. Why are these big? Um, so Lucian goes on to insult humans some more. He says he supposes that they are they are just hateful cowards. And if Feyre had known what Andrus really was, she would have wet herself, curled up, and waited to die. And oh my he says, do you ever stop being so serious and dull? And I love when Feyre gets sassy and she just says, do you ever stop being such a prick? <laughs> Honestly, he is. He's such a... I, he's I mean, such a prick at first. I, I think part of it is that he's just mourning his friend and he's mad at her. Yeah. But also, good for her for shoving it back in his face. Though. Right. He changes so much in this series. For real. Yeah. This is yeah. tood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so honestly, and if he's mad at anybody, he needs to be mad at Tamlin for all this BS. He also needs to be mad at himself a little bit because, like, you could have really stood up. You just were afraid. So, who's the coward now? (laughs) (laughs) Uh. And like, I, cause part of me wonders, like if all of the things would have happened, if Elaine wasn't his mate, you know what I mean? Like, would you have, I like hate that. I don't, but also do. I just, I'm not, I'm not an illyrial shipper. I I am sorry for those that are. I need it to be a fake mate. Because you know who her her real mate should be is Tamlin. I don't hate that. Sorry, to I don't hate that either. That actually, I really it. don't. Does she just? I just feel like she belongs in the spring court. Um, I think that she would do good in the spring or in the day court, yeah. which is that's where his daddy is, right? Helion, <laughs> <laughs> baby. What if, what if Helion's her mate? I mean. Oh boy. More and her would who's, have something in common. Who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh gosh. Uh, again, I don't hate it. Yeah. I like Helion. He's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, he's cool. Here, let's pull let's pull a comment from Discord. Marissa twenty three says, I feel like Elaine with Tamlin would hurt Ferris so much. Do you think what do you guys think? 
Um, I think it really depends. I can understand why you would say that. I don't think, I think Pharaoh would be upset because she doesn't trust him to not hurt her sister. I think, I and think, I think the honestly, same too. I, I don't think, think Elaine is also too strong for him. I don't think it would be Unless anything that she would be like emotionally no. upset about, like for herself. Yeah. Um, I'm just spitting out stuff. She likes flowers. There's some flowers in the springtime. I don't know. There are flowers um, nowhere just, else in all they of the both land. I just don't. Are high fay. I just don't know about her and Lucian. It doesn't feel right. And maybe it, maybe it doesn't feel right because she doesn't like act on it or anything and she avoided him at all costs and stuff like that. Maybe that's why I feel that way. Maybe that's why well, and I SJM think too, made me feel that way. We you know also what I mean? don't know her own. We don't have like their full story yet either. No, um, we don't. But I think maybe I'm made to feel that way about them as well, a pair. And a lot of people don't want them together. Um, A lot of people truly ship her and Azriel together. And like, I don't want to say that I hate it, but I kind of do. She absolutely and majority, it's like not it. even like I get the chemistry and I get those things. I just think it's too clean for like the three brothers and the three sisters to get together. It's too clean for I'm me. I'm telling like you it. that the, it's probably that way because they're different. But I don't it's think her different... and Azriel are going to be together. I think that oh. Gwen's his mate personally. We're going oh. off on a huge tangent that has nothing to do with <laughs> I also think that he and Gwen would be good. But I also think that myself and Azriel would be good. <laughs> oh, you stole my line. I mean, who wouldn't be good with Azriel? You know what I mean? Like, Biggest wingspan. <laughs> Tiffany and I already discussed that um, I'm going to marry Cassian and I am not sharing him with her. Um, That's okay. So y'all can fight over Azriel. Well, He's Kate, my second favorite, Katie, but like close second. Katie is Azriel. So Katie, can I be a secondary mate? <laughs> <laughs> sure I just, I just don't think like, I, I think if they were supposed to be together and I don't hate the idea of her even just saying like, I'm going to totally, cause I don't think she totally rejected him yet. Personally. I don't think that's really been a thing yet. It's I just know other people so said. weird. Her and Lucian together. Like the way that she acts around him, like she's uncomfortable. It's just also, like we also forget, and I think that because we've had Feyre's story and we've had seen Nesta's story, that like they all have gone through some pretty traumatic shit, right? Yeah. Um, and they each handle their trauma and have handled their trauma in a different way because each of them are different. Um, so we don't know her full story yet, and we don't know everything. I just, it's just too, I just don't, it's too, like, too gushy, happy, ugh, if, like, the three brothers and the three, I don't like it. Um, Can I address something? Yeah. Related to that, as well as related to, I don't know how to say this, underscore E-M-S-I-M. She says, yeah, they all live for so long, and then they all find their mates within a couple of years. What I was saying, and I don't think I said it as well as I meant to, so I feel like within the timeline of their universe that they're living in like something's gotta give like it's one of those great like large events in their history and like mother cauldron is like putting them together to be strong to take down the evils of their world does that make sense do you know what i mean have i been reading too much wheel of time (laughs) i don't agree with you and i think because part of it is I think with um, Amarin saying like there, there had been a time when that whole land was ruled under one like 
king, like one high king. Right. Uh, and saying like, I, the cauldron is, is setting you up for this reason. Reese is like, I don't Don't want want it. it. Yeah. Um, and it's almost like it's going to happen and it's either going to be you who we know is going to be good at it. Right. Or someone that isn't going to be as good or someone that's going to be terrible. And I do think that's what it's setting us, setting it all up for. Um, and I don't, when it, when you explain it like that, when you think about it in that way of like how mates were supposed to be something that like, Oh, somebody, well, like it even was said to be like, uh, how do they put it? Where, not everyone. It's like a rare thing, but like you already going into the story know that um, Tamlin's parents were mates, and so are Reese's. So right off the bat, you have two, and right. then I don't remember if the Winter Court if they're mates or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then having that added, like essentially new blood, for lack of a better word, of the three sisters coming in that were human, they were now made into Fey. Um, them having mates like I don't hate it <laughs> I'm like probably one of those people that like I like the word I'm like ooh, they're mates I'm like so excited <laughs> I wish everyone could see the little head bob <laughs> her head looks like it's not attached like a bobble head it goes all around um but I, I like that I and I I so I, I don't hate Lucian being her mate um I also wouldn't hate if she was like I that's not what I want um, and chose to be with someone else. I just don't want that someone else to be Asriel. <laughs> Write a letter. It's just too, like, it's, like, too many, like, puzzle pieces just fitting nicely together. Like, I don't, I don't want everything tied up nicely in a bow like that. I want some, like, drama. you know, because, like, now how, Nesta has, like, her two best But that's kind of how this series is, though. Bows get tied up so yeah, far. But, like, Maybe maybe it's like I I don't mind it being puzzle pieces where like jagged pieces come together, and that's a little less clean cut than like nice pretty bows on everything. Like it's just too it's too neat for me to have the three brothers and the three sisters get together. But again, if that's what happens, like I can't change canon. Like no, I'll deal with it. <laughs> I just will say at the end of the day, on my long Azriel, Elaine, Gwen tangent whatever happens happens i cannot i cannot wait for the fallout of that necklace i also think that jen and jen gwen and elaine would probably really get along well together and so like don't pit the ladies against each other over a man the men are never worth it thank you (laughs) i was thinking what about gwen and more see i emory and more to me emory is the illyrian they have chemistry. Yes. Hmm. Okay. I just want more to be happy. I want them all to be happy in the end. Well, yeah. But mostly more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you remember what you were saying? Shockingly, Kevin? Long yes. tangents. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, Favorite had just called Lucian a prick. That's where we were. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. She kind of blurts it out and she instantly thinks, yeah, I should be dead for that. Um, But Lucian grins and says much better. So she's thinking Alice was not wrong. He really does need someone to be just as sarcastic and give it back to him. Um, And then goes on to say that they, whatever truce they had that afternoon with like going through the bog and um, talking and whatever, it was gone by the time they sat down for dinner. 
Um, Tamlin, big surprise, is not happy when they arrive. He had a claw out. He's always pretty grumpy. <clears throat> one claw. One claw. A single claw. He did have one claw. Uh, <gasps> and Pharaoh remembers, oh, yeah, I kind of brushed him off this morning because I said I wanted to be alone. And here I am showing up with Lucian at my heels. Probably looks a little suspicious. Um, and I think Lucian's probably a little scared here because Tamlin is such a possessive asshole. Um, mm. And Lucian just says, we were just on a hunt. And Tamlin's like, well, did you have fun? Did you catch anything? And Farrah just says, sort of a no. And like Lucian's trying to get her to say more. But, bro, she got nothing to say. She's not going to say nothing. This makes me think of that thing. It's like, instead of say more, say less. <laughs> Thank you. Honestly, like, I don't, like, I know that, like, Feyre changes her mind about Tamlin in this book, but, like, just knowing the outcome, like, I just don't like him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like him either. Um, I think he deserves a redemption story. Like, I know that people say this is, like, and I guess, I think the author, Sarah herself, has said that um, it's like a Beauty and the Beast retelling, but to me it's setting us up for a different type of beauty, like the actual beauty and the beast retelling. Cause by the end, like in silver flames, like he is full on beast mode. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that like, it's not his fault that he's not her mate and who she's yeah. meant to be with. Like I that's think- not his fault, but his fault is how he treated her. Yeah. And which I guess essentially needed to happen for other things. Do you to think fall he actually place. loved her? I've been reading theories why, online where he didn't. Why? And else, I was like, mm-hmm. why else would he act this way? Because she's powerful. Because he felt maybe because she was powerful. He felt guilty. He wanted to love her. I mean, it yeah, was he went through some extreme shit. What did he, he go? Through? Didn't love her. Going to Highburn. And making deals and stuff, that's dangerous. But what if, what if that was just his bruised ego because he's like, I was with this woman and she left me for him? Well, then he's got some issues that he needs to sort through. But, like, that's how some people react in real life. I don't know. I guess I always thought that he actually loved her, but now you're making me question. I had just seen something online and I was like, oh, well, like, did you what see if t- he didn't? What if he didn't? What if he didn't? Because realistically, not like he didn't have a heart. He didn't. It was in a box. Carissa in the chat said, It's my heart in a box. He needed her to fall in love with him. The curse didn't need him Mm -hmm. to love her back. And Carissa Mm -hmm. says, I don't think he did. He lusted after her, but that's not the same thing at all. I kind of am not hating that because. God, now I'm like changing my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I was literally, I was reading this stuff online. I was like, Oh, God, you're right. I'm like, Ooh. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Dang, you guys. Yeah. But like he he does and like there are some people out there uh and I don't want to like hate on men but a lot of times it's like that toxic masculinity can't handle like if, losing the person. Yeah, like yeah. almost like even that mentality of like if you're not going to be with me, you're not going to be with anybody. Yeah. Like you're I right. can't lose my my woman, my this, my whatever, my possession when like hmm, I'm a human being, I'm not your possession. Dang. And, like, you can't leave me. Amy Lou Mary Sue has a thought. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You're good. No, I was done. Um, It's done, Katie. (laughs) She said, I had a thought the other day. Tamlin fixes Feyre a plate the first time she eats in the spring court. Did he take that comparable to accepting a meeting bond? But is, is it, does it have to be, like, the female giving it to the male? 
I think I think it has to be the female giving it to the male. That's very curious, though. Um, I can look mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because both, because at the end of Silver Flames, Nest is like, have a cookie. And he's like, that's, he's like, that's my choice. Either get a stale cookie or we're doing like this whole mating thing, like the whole ceremony. And she's basically like, yeah. (laughs) And so she doesn't give him the cookie. He doesn't take it. So they do the big ceremony or they're going to, I don't know. They haven't called me and invited me yet. Maybe because Nesta knows I want her husband. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I'll look up the mating thing. Any hoosies, let's go back to the chapter we're talking about. <laughs> so Feyre doesn't have anything to say, and really neither does, neither does Tamlin. Then Lucian quietly says, Tam, who doesn't seem like he wants to talk to him at the moment because he just kind of gives him a look. And it basically, and the book, it says that his eyes were more animal than Faye. So then Lucian finally tells him, that they came across the bogey in the forest, the bogue in the forest. Um, Tamlin, who isn't the greatest with controlling himself, as we see throughout the series, specifically in this book and the beginning of the next one. Um, so he literally can't control himself and he bends his fork in his hand. Like it's like a piece of paper or something that like, you know, is Ooh, easily so malleable, not metal which unless it's an extreme temperature. So then he asks if they ran into it and it says from the book, it says it ran past, but came close. It must have snuck through the border. So again, reading from the book, it says metal groaned as Tamlin's claws punched out, obliterating the fork. This is not the first, nor will be the, well, it might've been the first time his claw popped out. It's not the last. (laughs) 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 Literally in like the next couple of chapters. His claw pops out. He he hits himself in the face with it. And Tiffany was like, Tiffany didn't remember, so I had to go and find it to be like, no, really, because I remember him having like blood pouring down his not pouring down his face. I sneezed and laughed at the same time, and then he said his claw popped out. (laughs) His claw popped out. Mama had a baby, and the claw popped out. (laughs) My nose. Okay, so he's obliterated. He's obliterated the fork. He rose to his feet with a powerful, brutal movement. I tried not to tremble at the contained fury at how his canines seemed to lengthen as he said, where in the forest? And now this is back to me and my own thoughts. <laughs> Talk about a male who needs some anger management, right? Um, I think this sheen, sheen, I think they're sheen. <laughs> I think this scene kind of shows that, yes, he's powerful. Like this man has a lot of brute strength, right? Um, and he's powerful enough to kill, but also like when reading, reading it back and rereading it, like knowing, knowing what transpires in the next few books. Um, I think it kind of is foreshadowing to a man that literally has control issues that are currently bordering on abusive. And later, like he does some abusive shit. Like this man is not, um, not a good guy. I mean, not terrible, but like also like, you have some abusive tendencies that like literally need to simmer down. Um, you need therapy, but we had that discussion as well. So he gets the information that he needs and he stalks out of the room. He, um, and that's without saying anything to Feyre who then turns to Lucian. Lucian stopped eating at this point. He's like pushed half. Like, I don't even think he's eaten half of his plate. So he pushes that away. Um, and 
she's like asking, asks him like, where is he going? And he tells her to hunt the bog, but she's confused because he had said that it couldn't be killed. Um, but apparently Tamlin's the one to do it. And as we discussed earlier, it says on the wiki that like only the high Lords have the power. I, I, I don't know if I agree with that, but like, how do you kill it? Things will never know. I literally wrote what makes Tamlin so special though. Like, why you? And I don't know if it's like because he's so in tune with this animal, um, these uncontrollable. I don't know. He's so in tune with the animal. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so Favorite thinks that this thinks about this, and she's like kind of thinking about the two different facets basically of Tamlin that she's faced with and that she has seen. She's seen the side of him that is strong and lethal enough to kill the bogey the bog, um, and the side that, you know, had served her the other day, like that plate of food. And he's offered her life instead of death. Um, two totally different kind of people, which also should be like a red flag. Like he's right. killing forks for no reason. All right. What did it do to you? <laughs> um, so then she asks another question about Tamlin going to hunt the bog, um, and where they were. And then she's kind of thinking, you know what? This isn't my problem. Um, so she kind of digs into her dinner, even though like Lucian seems to have lost his appetite and he's not really paying attention to her as she like essentially stops her face, which good for her. This would be me. I'm eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> um, and so back in her room, she's like sharpening the knife that she had stolen. And they also said, I think she like stole a rock from the garden. So that's what she's sharpening it with. But she's been monitoring the monitoring the garden for signs of Tamlin coming back after, um, you know, doing, doing his little hunt, but after an hour, um, and how do you tell time, honey? That's my question. Do you have a clock? Do you have a sundial? Apple watch? (laughs) (laughs) A Garmin? (laughs) (laughs) Do Fitbits also do, um, time? I don't know. I forgot. I forgot what it was called for a second. Do they do time? Oh, I thought you meant Fitbit, not the word time. (laughs) No. So after an hour, he's not back yet. And so she's kind of thinking it's ridiculous to be looking for signs of him. Um, she's almost like catching herself. Like, why am I looking at the window for him? He's not that good looking. Hmm. He's no Reese. Really? I should be saying he's no Cassian. doesn't matter. <laughs> this point, she doesn't know those people. Um, and she's like, goes to go back to like, not go back to bed, but go to bed. Um, but then she does see movement in the garden and so she goes to hide because she doesn't want him knowing or seeing her looking out the window. Um, and she doesn't want him knowing that she's looking for him. Um, but she doesn't see him. Instead, she does see, see a male who seems to be coming towards the house. But like kind of like I wouldn't say like unsteady on his feet. I think it says like hobbling near the house. Um, but it's not a fairy. It's her father. Yeah. God. How did he get here? I don't Ooh. know. Does he actually give a shit? <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you. Do do do. They kind of rhyme. Jokes on you. Do do do. I know. It's not my first that. rhyme. Any uh, final thoughts here, friends? We've come to the end of the chapter. Yeah. What have we learned? This is something when I edit, I'm like, I literally, I'll listen to almost the entire episode and then not remember what happened. Well, there's like a good uh, foreshadowing to, to Reese and the starlight yes. mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. some stuff. So 
to Tamlin being an abusive asshole. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Did you guys really think that her father was there when you first wrote it? Yes. No, because I looked at it. You're <laughs> such a... Sp- <laughs> You're the literal worst. I think I just always... I do remember reading this go. chapter, but I, I don't even know if I, write, like, if I write ahead or if I just kept reading right. quickly and like didn't even give myself time to think. and be like, hmm, like that seems... That seems suspicious. Don't be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Welp. You can find your lovely hosts all on Instagram. Myself and Meg are at the Petrus family. Tiffany is at Tiffswish underscore flick. And Sarah is at O'Malley. And that's with three H's. I think three H's. Three H's. <laughs> perfect way to end the episode thank you for listening and for your support we appreciate you so much take care and remember only you can decide what breaks you don't look at me god bless you shut up it's ruined I got into this sneezing fit oh gosh